Alright, well, welcome back to another episode of Riding the Wall. Chad and Justin, tag team podcast champions of the world. Yeah, no contenders either. No, you know what I mean? Nobody wants to Yeah, there ain't, ain't, ain't nobody to step up to that. Uh, so, how's your week been? Uh, been wet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of rain up here, a lot of... Yeah, wet and windy. Yeah, wet and windy. Had some bad ones on Sunday. Yeah, Sunday and today. Just had some good rain today, good little storm, still raining, so... A lot of our town just doesn't have any electricity, so we are one of the lucky ones. So we'll see if that continues. Hopefully it does. Um, about you? How's your week? Yeah. Kind of hot. Been working. Yeah. Working for the most part. I was out working in all that smoke yesterday. That was just weird. Yeah. Just weird. I mean, it was hot as hell. And uh, sweating my balls off. Thanks, Canada. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> You know, they act up one time, you know, just, they need to calm down. Appreciate the smoke, eh? <laughs> I don't know what that's all about. Uh, <laughs> but we got Nashville in the rear view. Looking ahead to Chicago, what did you think about Nashville? Anything stand out? No, no, nothing really stood out. I was expecting to see a few more drivers faster than what they were, but it uh, wasn't a bad race. I mean, it was it was what you want a race to be. It yeah. wasn't a lot of beating and banging, but, you know, there's some, a lot of green flag pits, good strategy involved. It's mm -hmm. a, it a good race. No yeah. drama. And no drama. No penalties. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no drama, no penalties. I mean, what, what's the world coming to? Right, it's like, when's NASCAR even there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did see just just a short time ago, uh, we're, we're recording this on Thursday, so I did see... Just a, f a few hours ago, that um, speaking of penalties, that the uh, penalty for legacy against Eric Jones, you know, he had that greenhouse penalty. They upheld that, so that's going to stand. And I found out, I think, if I heard right, I think I, I jumped into this uh, conversation, or I heard, overheard, I'm not going to say I overheard, it was on the radio, so. But um, I think I caught it mid-conversation. I believe they were talking about what happened in that incident, which is weird something that i would never think to do but you know that's why these teams are making the big bucks you know if i understand it right and and they were talking about this i believe it was the window net they fabricate i guess they made their own window net <clears throat> and um the holes in the window net they had made them smaller cut down on air force yes yeah to cut that air coming into the car which who would have even thought about that, you know? I mean, you think of a window net, you think of a standard. They're all the same. Well, they're not. They they, they made their own, and they got caught. So, I mean, hats off to them, because that's something I would have never thought to try or do. Right. But um, they did it, but they got caught. Fortunately, unfortunately, however, however you want to look at it, whatever side of that argument you're on. Um, but that got upheld. That's the only penalty news that... I'm aware of at this point. Um, I agree with you as far as Nashville. It was a great race. You know, Ross Chastain wins. He didn't have to knock anybody out of the way. He didn't have to cause any any trouble, piss anybody off, or get punched in the face on his way to the winner's circle. Right. Uh, I'm, uh, that's probably my biggest surprise of the race was the other 35 drivers let him win it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, there was no, hey, you remember two years ago, bam. Yeah. You know? You know, I mean, he he raced clean, and everybody raced him clean. You mm -hmm. know, and that it probably it surprises me more that 
one of those Chase Elliott's, Denny Hamlin's, no Gregson. <laughs> Somebody didn't turn him around. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and you could see, I mean, you could really tell, <clears throat> even watching it on TV, you can tell that his car was coming into it once that sun started going down. So they were, I don't know if that's what they were planning for. I'm sure it was, but um, it, their strategy worked. So yeah. hats off to Trackhouse. You know, everybody was wondering, is Ross Chastain going to win to get in the playoffs? Or, well, we found out he did. So, And he was able to do it clean. He didn't have to pick piss off Big Rick this week. It's almost like he uh, he was listening to the podcast and heard what I was saying about uh, finesse. Yeah, I believe he did. <laughs> if... if uh, you know. If the internet chatter is right, I believe that's what happened. Right. <laughs> um, but it, it was a good race. Um, I, no complaints. No complaints whatsoever. But the big news is we are looking ahead to Chicago. Um, I know I've said in the past I thought this was going to fail. I thought it was going to be a big, just a big old, um, just big thumbs down. Yeah, well, they're they're putting on Chicago's, and I don't I don't know if it's the city or if it's NASCAR. They're putting on a pretty big show up there. They're giving two or three days worth of concerts around, a bunch of big name celebrities singing up there before the race and the day before the race and everything like this. They're they're turning that whole area there into a big old party. It looks like. Now, I'm not a fan of Chicago myself. Period. Right. I've, well, I've I never mean, been there. I've uh, yeah, I've been right there. I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of what goes on there yeah you know to me the only two good things that come out of chicago was pizza and the fucking road warriors you know <laughs> and, and for people that don't know that's hawking animal legion of doom <laughs> well i've never been to chicago my daughter's been a few times she loves it but she loves going to all them big big cities like that scares a, the hell out of me i'm when not she a goes. fan of the politics and the, right and what goes on up there that's what i mean I, as far as the shopping you know Lisa, they they like it. I'm not a fan of it. I'm just not a fan of the politics. Period. So I if I'm not a fan of your politics, I don't want to be in your area. Right, and that's I'm right there with you. You know, I yeah. mean, as far as Chicago, it's a beautiful city. Yeah. I've just never been there. I've, all, I've I've wanted to go. There's a lot of things up there that I'd like to go and see, and uh, be a part of. Um, but I'm I'm with you. The politics is just not my cup of tea. So I'm gonna stay away until. I feel that might be a little bit better, but um, and that's kind of the way it is with a lot of big cities right now. It's just, it's just weird. It's just a weird world we're living in right now. But, um, but I, I I've kind of changed my tune with the race. I don't I don't I don't know if I've completely changed my tune. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but um, I'm excited as, to see a street race. As of this moment, I'm kind of excited to see what it's going to do, how yeah. it's going to go. Um, is this something that's going to be overwhelmingly good that we're going to be looking forward to next year as soon as this one's over? Uh, you know, time will tell. But, um, you know, I'm not a big fan of turning the Brickyard into a road race either. So, well, they need it's to bring not a street the, they course. Can, they but, can keep the NDGP if they want, but they need to bring the Brickyard back. Yeah. Uh, you don't mess with that. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it's first and foremost – I want to see it be a safe race for the fans and for the drivers. But next to that, you've got to keep the speed. Mm -hmm. You know, if you don't have speed in the NASCAR race, you're going to lose people immediately. Period. Yeah. You know, it ain't no fun for mm -hmm. anybody. Ain't no fun for the drivers. Ain't no fun for the fans. 
Yeah, and I was listening to Almondinger. They were somebody was interviewing Almondinger this week, and he said they were asking about that the the speed that this track might have, and he said. He pointed out the longest straightaway on the track. I believe it's right there by the fountain, right there by the finish line. And um, he said that in that straightaway, they're probably doing about 140 at their fastest part of that, that straightaway. So that's not bad. You know, I mean, it's not Daytona. It's not Talladega. But 140 on a street race could be interesting. I mean, I don't know. I haven't I haven't been looking forward to this race so much that I have looked at the track layout. I haven't I haven't done a whole lot of my homework on the Chicago race just because for me personally, it's just a eh, let's see what happens. Well, with our style, our uh, the NASCAR that we're fans of. Mm-hmm. We're fans of the circle track racing. Yeah. We're you know, we we grew up watching it. We grew up watching dirt racing. You know, we we've never even really cared that much for road courses. The I, I'm good with a couple a year on a road course. Sonoma, Watkins Glen, call it a day. Yeah. You know, um, if you want to put a third one into the chase, do it. You know, whatever. But NASCAR is going to evolve. They're going to try things. I'll be open. To seeing what it's like, but if, if this thing fails, they need to leave it alone. They need to not bring it back. They don't need to try it somewhere else. Right, and I'm afraid that's what they might do. If if it doesn't turn out as successful as they want, which I don't know how high they've set their own bar, but if they don't, if it's not as successful as they want it to be, are they going to go to New York and try it? Are they going to go to L.A. and try this? I mean, they've already got the Coliseum out at L.A., but right, you know, I say we shut down. 400 miles of Interstate 65 and see who can get from... From Chicago to Louisville the fastest? Right. <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> That'd be a lot of pissed off people out there, wouldn't I've, it? <laughs> I've, 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 I've drove that interstate many times. Yeah. Pretending yep. that's what's happening. Yep. Thinking I've got a number yeah. on the outside of my car. <laughs> I promise you, you're only going to go too wide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Watch out for that construction. That gets tricky. <laughs> But it's, you know, I mean, now, because like I said, before I was not really looking forward to it. I thought it was just going to be the biggest flop they've ever tried. But now I'm kind of, now that it's here, kind of intrigued on what it might be, what it might turn into, as far as just a curiosity standpoint. Well, and I think a lot of what they was, what NASCAR's plans were to do, too, was to get more fan base, more fan involvement out of it, you know, and... It looks like it's doing that already. Yes, you know? I I also heard that of of all the people that have bought tickets, eighty two percent. I don't know how they know this or get this stat, but eighty two percent of all tickets sold so far are new race fans. That's impressive. Yeah, you know, I, I will give them that. That's impressive. Um, me personally, I don't know if I would want to go to a race like this just because I feel like you would only see the cars in one turn. You know, you're only going to see just some, there they go. Right. And and then for another five minutes, you're not going to see a whole lot. And then here they come again. But I just. I don't know. Maybe if we get one of them skyscrapers there and kick a window out, we could kind of watch, watch the it. whole thing. We might. That's a good idea. Was it Sears Tower? Is that what's there? Yeah. I think they got that one ele- that one room that like pokes out yeah, at the yeah. top there. We can just kick out one VIP. of the windows. Yeah. We'd have a good view then. Yep. That'd be all right. Riding the wall, literally. Yeah. 
right? <laughs> but so I mean, I don't really have a whole lot. To, I mean, I know there's so much talk and so much chatter about Chicago right now. I don't really have a whole lot to add to that. Hope it does well. I do. I hope it does well. Um, and and along with that, hoping that it does well, I am happy to see that NASCAR is not afraid to take chances like that. You know, they're thinking out of the box and they're not they're not scared to throw like throwing dirt on Bristol, going right. to Chicago streets, you know, turning oh, there's some, some good thunder. thunder. There's some thunder. Throwing, you know, turning Charlotte into a roval just to see how it goes. Well, some of it works, some of it doesn't. You know, I, I kind of feel like my kid's about to head off to college with NASCAR right now. It's like you've got a great opportunity here. Mm-hmm. Go and do your best. If you fuck it up, don't come back. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> don't call me. <laughs> you know, that's exactly how I feel. Yeah. Yeah, you figure out how to get yourself in that mess, you can figure out how to get yourself out of that mess. I've heard that many times growing up. <clears throat> but what do you think about another Chevy winning at Nashville? I'm not surprised. Not surprised at all. It's just it's just a Chevy year. Yeah. You'll have those. Yeah. At least it's not a Toyota year. Yeah. But... Because I'm looking at the schedule. I'm seeing Atlanta's coming up. That's going to be a Chevy track. New Hampshire coming up. That's a Chevy track. I don't know. I think <laughs> Atlanta might, as bad as I hate to say it, I don't think Atlanta might be a Toyota track. You think so? I think I know, for fantasy reasons, I know who I'm going to pick at Atlanta, and I know who I'm going to pick at New Hampshire. As a matter of fact, the, the next four after Chicago, I think I know who I've got. But... Um, but actually, I do have a, a Toyota penciled in for New Hampshire. Probably got one penciled in for Richmond too, don't you? I think I do. <laughs> I think I do. <laughs> but other than that, I got all Chevys. I got a Chevy in Atlanta, a Chevy at Pocono, Chevy at Chicago. And we're only, we're only what nine races until the until the playoffs. Yeah, it's going to be so. interesting. Speaking of that, um, let's play a game of quick fire. You want? To, well, hold on before we get to that. Before we get to that, let's talk about Chase Elliott. You know, of of all the things that Chase Elliott's done this year, of all the stupid things he's I was done say this he year, has done or hasn't done. <laughs> you know, he went snowboarding. That turned out to be a dumb idea. He got mad at Denny Hamlin. That turned out to be a bad idea. So now that, with all that being said, he's he finds himself in twenty fifth in the points. He's sixty four out, sixty four points out of the playoffs right yeah. now. So he's one, two, three, four, five. Eight people above him. Eight yeah. drivers he's above got, him. He's got nine races to win, to get a win and get in, yeah. or he's got to make up some. Do you think, in your opinion, do you think he can get into the playoffs without winning a race? Looking at those drivers that are in front of him. you got Priest, Haley, Sendrick, LaJoy, McDowell, Almondinger, Gibbs, and Bowman. Bowman is only two points out of the playoffs right now. I I, I do. I do think he can get in, but I'm saying that because I'm not saying that because Elliot is going to gain so many points. I, I'm confident he'll gain, but I don't think you'll see huge gains in Elliot. But I think you'll see huge fall-offs from the drivers above him. That's true. That's true. I think uh, Priest, Haley, Sendrick, LaJoy, nothing against those drivers. I just think Elliot's going to... You know he's in he's in better equipment. Let's it, be honest with it, you. Right, he's in better equipment, and 
their track styles ain't coming up. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's what I was kind of moving towards because then you got Almendinger. We've Chicago. got three road courses before the playoffs with, with Chicago, Indy, and Watkins Glen. Which is a good good thing for Chase, too. Right. You know, that's so. That plays into his style. <clears throat> it's then, not a bad thing for McDowell, either. McDowell's a good road course. Right. And he, he's said many times his favorite track is Watkins Glen, so... Um, so then that leaves kind of Bowman and Gibbs. But Could I think be I think you'll see fall off from Wallace. I think you'll see some from Suarez as well. I think yeah, Chris Suarez Bush, has not had a good year. Uh, uh, Chris Busher, who's in 14th right now, I think he's having a fantastic year. Uh, I mean, yeah, he don't have that win yet, but. He's right there. He's he's chomping at the bit. He's yeah. It wouldn't surprise me at all if he don't get a win this season. So yeah, Ty Gibbs has. I mean, for a rookie going into this season, I hope he did, I hoped that he did what nothing, he's done. Nothing. I hoped he did nothing because I right. wasn't pulling for the guy after what he did last year and just the attitude and everything that he had. The entitlement. Yes, the yeah. entitlement. You know, Grandpa's boys moving up. He pushed Kyle Busch out of the race car, and. It just everything made me not want to pull for the kid, but he's just been minding his p's and q's this year. You know, he's making sure he's just making his laps. He's not he's doing, doing his homework. Like he was in Xfinity. Right, right. He's not being that little asshole that you just want to wring his neck. You know, he's just wrecking his own teammates. And... Yeah, I mean, stupid stuff like that. You know, that's just. I think don't he need to be maybe, there. I think Grandpa maybe had told him, "Don't yeah. be so stupid to kick yourself out of this sport." Yeah, these because, these guys on the track will run you out. Not the right. fans, but the guys on the track will run you out right. of the sport <clears throat> faster than. And anything. the sponsors ain't gonna. Yes. The sponsors don't want bad publicity either. Right. You know, if your name's getting brought up every week for being a being an asshole and this and that, I mean, it's harder to get people to put their name on that car. Right. So I mean, he but. He's been doing a pretty good job yeah, in that in that ride right now. So he's I mean, impressed me so far this season. I'm still not pulling for him, but I'm not pulling against him as hard as I was earlier. You know, so he's doing good. He just needs to keep doing what he's doing. He's only ten points out of the out of the playoff picture, and like you said, you know, Suarez is right there on that line. He's only twelve points behind Suarez. Yeah. So and and you know, going back to fantasy, that's I took Ty Gibbs this week at the Chicago Street Race. Just in hopes that, one, I mean, he's going to be in a Toyota. Um, two, he's a kid. You know, kids love that love that stuff. You know, I mean, they're yeah. they're good at it. They're they enjoy it. You know, I I always excelled at things I enjoyed right. more than things I didn't enjoy. <laughs> so, yeah, I think. I think Elliot's gonna. I think he can get in on points without winning a race. I think he's still going to make the playoffs. It's gonna be close. It's gonna be tight. I mean, he's he can't afford to have a bad race. You know, <clears throat> he can't afford to get chastained and end up finishing thirty fourth or that's done. Then it becomes a must win situation, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, and you know, Chase has a really good. I mean, as good a chance this weekend as he will have all year yeah. to get into the chase. Yeah. So, I was looking at the favorites to win at Chicago, and there was like four or five of them that were tied. I mean, there was no clear 
favorite. There was like four or five of them. Chase Elliott, Larson, Almondinger. Uh, who else was it? I think Kyle, Kyle Busch might have been in there. But uh, Suarez, Blaney, Logano was just right outside of that. So, I mean, I, there's 10 guys, 10, 12 guys that could win this race. Yeah, yeah I, I'm going to say Sandrick is a... And Sendrick, yeah. Sendrick's an excellent... I almost picked him in the fantasy it? thing. I, I really thought about it. I really thought about it, but I thought, no. Now, well, I've had Dinger penciled in on this race for a long time. I'm just going to go ahead and stay with it. Even though every time I've picked Almondinger, he has not done me very good. I'm still holding out for that one race that he's going to do, do me pretty good. So hopefully this is it. Yeah, we'll see. But, while, while we're talking about Chicago, let's, let's go ahead and talk... A, Brief four or five minutes about this. It was uh, Jimmy Johnson won't be there in Chicago mm -hmm. this weekend. This news broke uh, Monday evening, Tuesday morning, sometime that uh, Jimmy's in-laws. There was a tragic situation out in Oklahoma where they're from. Uh, his wife Chandra, it was her parents, and Jimmy and Sandra's nephew. Um, uh, I don't know what you'd really call it. I don't, I, I don't want to go as far as saying domestic issue or nothing like that, but there was a, a murder-suicide out there that involved uh, Jimmy's mother and father-in-law and the 11-year-old grandson. And uh don't really know what to say about that. I mean, it's a horrible situation. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. Could I mean, not if, imagine. I, uh, Jimmy's got every reason not to be there this weekend. Just, I guess all I'm going to say is, NASCAR world, give your thoughts and prayers to Jimmy, his wife, and their family. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully he, uh, hopefully they find out what's going on out there, and they they can. Um, ain't nothing you can say to get to some ease. sort of closure. Yeah, there ain't nothing you can say to ease that pain, but maybe give them some closure. And you know, there's not been a lot said about it. Jimmy hasn't put a statement out, and he shouldn't have to. If that's not what he wants to do, that's that's up to him and his family and. Whenever they feel the time is right, but uh, it's just a bad, bad day, bad yeah. week for the Johnson family. Yeah, and he was looking forward. I mean, from what he said, he was looking forward to the Chicago race. Yeah. So, and I wonder if somebody, if you know, back to what I said, everybody just keep them in your thoughts and prayers. But uh, getting back to NASCAR, yeah, um, I wonder if somebody else is going to be sitting in the eighty-four. I don't know. You know. I haven't heard anything about it. Yeah, neither. But I haven't really dug into it to. I haven't you know, either. Look, just. I just. I just. That's just a tough place to be. You know, it's. I feel bad for him. I feel bad for all involved with that. You know, that's just horrible. Yeah. So. Yeah, thoughts and prayers to to Jimmy and his family. Hopefully, like I said, hopefully they can get some closure and. And. Uh, move past that someday yeah but um justin marks he's still gonna be in a car yeah he's still supposed to be in the xfinity yeah. race that and that's that's another thing that i was going to talk about the xfinity cars are going to be up there so you've got two completely different types of cars running this race so it's going to be kind of neat to see the differences you well know? i tell you the differences everybody that watched uh, sonoma and <laughs> Everybody that was pull, pulling for Suarez knows how bad that can hurt a driver. <laughs> yeah. Because Suarez raced in the Xfinity race at Sonoma on Saturday. 
and then erase and and the difference one of the differences between the Xfinity cars and the Monster Energy cars are the shift pattern. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so was it lap number one, lap number two? It was like turn number one, right. I believe, because I had Daniel Suarez. <laughs> okay. So Suarez goes in, and Pissing you know the off. muscle memory from doing this all day long in the Xfinity race, muscle memory. You just shift. You you just your mind. Second nature. You yeah. don't even think about it. Right. You know? So he goes from doing this shift pattern all day Saturday to going into turn one on Sunday, and damn near blowing his car up. Mm-hmm. Miss missed the shift, and because the shift pattern in the in the Cup cars is just a, it's it's a line. It's up and down. That's it. You know. So. So he ran his car up to ninety seven and R. 9700 rpms in turn one and about blew the damn thing up and yeah they had to take it easy for a while to get make sure our car wasn't going to blow but those drivers that are doing i get it if, you, if you're a driver that can get in there and do it learn that track on saturday it's great but mm-hmm. you better delete your muscle memory saturday night <laughs> right <laughs> if you're going to do any good sunday yeah, as soon as you're out of that Xfinity car, you better go ahead and get on the simulator and, and start getting that muscle memory for for the cup car. Yeah. So that way you don't have that that so downshift Daniel. Moment. Yeah. Don't want to get that nickname. Yeah. But uh let's play let's play a little rapid fire. Just I'm gonna shoot a name out and you tell me your first thoughts that come to mind about that driver. Are they doing good? Are they doing bad? What do they need to do to get in the playoffs? What do they need to do to win a championship? Whatever you think. All right. Let's go with uh, let's go with Chris Buescher. What do you think about him? He's doing everything right. Yeah. And I'll say the same thing for Brad Kozlowski. I think Brad and Chris are working very close together on this with their team at RFK. And they're heading in the right direction. Yeah, they don't have that win yet, but if you look at where these guys were last season mm-hmm. to where they're at now, it's it's impressive. It's night and day difference. That, that team has probably improved more than any team in, yeah. in NASCAR. I would agree with that. What about Daniel Suarez? <clears throat> honest opinion. Honest opinion. First thing that comes to mind, shoot it out. I think he needs to be in a different racing series. You think so? Yeah. He's in over his head. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't mean that as far as Xfinity goes. I think he... You think he needs to be in something like Formula One? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because he, he's not an unsuccessful driver. He's talented. Right. But he's not... As long as he's been in the sport, as long as he's been at the top le- at top level in the sport, you know, I mean, he drove for Stuart Haas. He hasn't progressed the way a driver should in my eyes as a fan and as somebody that pays very close attention especially when you're on my Stuart Haas team I pay very close attention right and I think he needs to be in a in a more road course friendly series because he's not a bad road course driver no I mean that's a specialty right so but I think that would make room for somebody that wants to be, deserves to be in Monster Energy, even more. I think I think with Suarez, I think it's it's all in his own head. 
you know, because he started the year off blazing. I mean, he was top five, top ten every race for at least the first, I don't know, what was it, six, seven races. He was like one of the cars to beat, and now he's just kind of dropped off. So I think, and those swings are big at that level. Or I don't know personally, obviously, but they have to be. You know, if you're in the top of any sport, football, baseball, basketball, a lot of it's mental. You know, you have to you have to be mentally prepared every time you go out to perform. And I think when, when things are going good, it's a whole lot easier to get your mind right. And if, if things are not going good, it's a lot harder. And I think that's where he's at right now. He just don't have a good mindset going right. in, you know. What about Bowman? Bowman? I've got an opinion about Bowman, but I don't know if it's right. And that opinion is that... He likes being there, but he doesn't really want to be there. I think he's I think he's a very good talent, but I almost feel like even when he don't he don't he don't he didn't when I fail at something that I want to be good at, it frustrates me. Mm-hmm. I've never seen the guy frustrated yeah. in in a couple of years. I've never seen him frustrated in a few years. And, I mean, good for him if he's that chill. You know yeah. what I mean? But but it would really, really bother me. Because he, he's had some success. He's got some wins, you know. But you've never seen him dominate. Right. And anytime he's got second or third or fourth or fifth, you know, and they talk to him, he's just like, I guess that's okay to be that way. Just grateful you finished in the top five. Yeah. But I'd be the guy standing there kicking my car, you know. You're and... gonna be more the Kyle Busch type, <laughs> pissed off because you got second or third, right? But, yeah. But you know, I mean, I've I've never seen any passion out of him. I guess right. is the best way the to fire, say it. That fire. I mean, even when he's won, you know, I mean, he's happy he won, obviously. But you know, I mean, right along with me kicking my car, I'd that guy would be stone cold and beers right there on the right. on the <laughs> on the start finish line. You know, I mean. It's a, uh, I don't know, I, I guess that's just the, uh, I, I mean, I think he, he deserves to be there. He's, he's not a bad driver. He, he, he's steady, Yeah. but you just never see any emotion from the guy. Right. And I, I don't, I don't like that. Yeah. He's just kind of stale. He's just yeah. stale, vanilla, but, just I mean, turning laps. William Byron's the same way. Well, that was my next one. You Can know? William Byron win a championship? This year, absolutely. I think he's. Um, I, I feel like he's put in a lot more time in the off season. I mean, yeah, they only get like two months, you yeah. know, down. But I've seen him progress, you know. Whereas you haven't seen many people his age progress, you know. Um, He's another guy that's not very emotional, not very passionate. You know, he's happy to get what he got, and he's happy when he wins a race. Yeah, and I kind of stepped away from NASCAR for a few years, you know, right at the time that Tony Stewart and Carl Edwards and some of these guys were exiting the sport. I kind of I kind of stepped away because, in my mind, without those kind of guys, I didn't really want to watch it. You know, I wasn't... At that time, I wasn't willing to put my efforts in, into p- 
pulling for somebody like a Chase Elliott or some of these newer guys coming up. So I, I stayed away for a few years. And during that few years that I was away, Bowman and Byron came into the sport. And I'll be honest, for the first year that I was trying to learn these guys, now Bowman was in the 88 car. I don't remember yeah. what car number Byron was in. He might have been in the 24. I'm not sure. Yeah, he no, was. Or maybe it was Chase Elliott in the 24 at that time. Yeah, Chase was in the 24. Yeah. I don't he, know what was Byron in... was in, but I, I I kept mixing them up. I couldn't remember the difference between Byron and Bowman just because of kind of what you said. They're just kind of plain Jane or vanilla. They're just turning laps. They're both on the same team. They both names start with a B. I, you know, so I think Byron was in the 48, and when Bowman came, Bowman went into the 48, Byron went to the 24. Well, I thought Bowman was in the 88. Yeah, well, was he not? Yeah. See, I don't remember. See, yeah. that's that's the thing. I just I mix both of them up I'm, because I'm, of those same reasons that you just. I've drank way too said. many bush lots during right. these races and ever since. But, <laughs> but now I mean now I know the difference obviously, and and I'm keeping up with them. And to me, to say which one's the better talent, I don't know because they're right there. They're, I mean, they're at the same point. To me, I mean it's it's Byron. He's got more wins. Yeah. He's got more. I mean, wins. he's he's showing he's showing wins on road courses. He's showing wins on mile and a halfs. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he's to me he's more consistent, a, more of a Swiss Army knife than Alex Bowman is. You know, yeah. he's got he can compete on any type of track, right? But I, I, and I don't dislike Bowman by any means. I'm just I'm starting I'm to just, like the kid. Yeah. I kind of like the big hat thing. I'm know, just I'm just do. speaking <laughs> from what I'm seeing, and you know. But that just like you mentioned, when Carl Edwards and Tony Stewart, Jeff Gordon, all these guys leaving the sport around this one time, we were we were losing our characters, and we were losing our characters and and our. It was the guys we grew up with, right? So, know? but I mean, they were all super passionate people. Mm-hmm. When they didn't win, everybody knew about it. Oh, when yeah. they did win, everybody heard them. You know, <laughs> yep. and, and that's what we our generation loves and and grows to expect. Yeah. Who's going to have the most wins at the end of the year? Kyle Busch. I agree with that. I think Larson might be a close second. If if he could stay away from Ross Chastain, but I think I think we've settled that. Maybe every year after this, Kyle Larson, but Kyle Busch started this season. He's proven a point. Yeah, yeah. He's on the Kyle Busch tour right now. And there's <laughs> yeah, and there's not a track that he can't win at. Right. You know, so he's always a threat. But um, let's see who else we got here. Austin Sendrick. First thoughts of him. He's middle of the pack to me. Um, I think he's a talent, but he's he's damn near pushing me right there towards uh, what I said about Suarez. You know, I mean that number two car isn't a car that somebody that's not going to win needs to be in. Right. You know, I'm I'm a big big believer in that. You know, that twenty two shows up to victory lane pretty often how long that is 12 that? is right there behind the 22 that two car has done it once in three seasons yeah i was gonna say how long does that daytona 500 victory carry you as right. far as number of seasons it ain't carrying you very far with me because that's more about finishing the race than it is 
being the best out there. And last one. Bubba Wallace. You don't have to answer that if you don't want to. I can, you can pass. I'll ask, I'll ask okay, you another. No, no. I, I mean, we've said this. I've, we, you and I both said anytime on these podcasts that he's mentioned, we'll save it for another time. Well, we've arrived at another time. So, <laughs> Bubba Wallace. I don't care about his skin color. I don't care what all the all the critics and ones you can call fans say but it ain't about skin color my problem with Bubba Wallace is a few seasons ago I don't even remember what track it was Charlotte maybe where the piece of rope was found the garage pull down rope yeah the piece of rope was found and it got blown up into a BLM issue. Yeah. That's what it blew up into. That now, was, Yeah, during the Me Too movement with the whole George Floyd thing. Right, so... I'm not saying it was... I'm not saying... Because I wasn't in the garage. I'm not saying it was Bubba that was screaming and crying. and. If I recall, it was one of those tracks that have been on the schedule for years, like a oh, Darlington or yeah. something like that, that have been forever, you know. But... It got turned into a a spotlight moment, a political moment. That should have never happened. Because at the time, I think Bubba Wallace had one win. Maybe not even that first win yet. I don't think and, he did at the time. And to me, you but know, he was his, coming up his, there. I mean, his was... first win was a rain delay. Yeah, at win. Talladega. Right, and I'm yeah. not a fan I'm not one to say he earned that win. And I'd not I'd say that for all thirty eight drivers out there. You know, Justin Haley's only win was at a rain delay. Mm-hmm. I mean, great, yeah, he was up front, but to me you didn't you didn't win that you race. You didn't run the full race. Right. Yeah. And that's just my opinion as a NASCAR fan. I get why NASCAR does that because some tracks don't have lights. Mm-hmm. And they can't spend all week there. So my problem with Bubba Wallace is whatever happened in that garage area to where I mean there's 70 garage bay doors and every one of them have that same and every one of them have just like my garage at home and many other garages around the nation Mm -hmm. have that two three foot piece of rope that has a loop tied on the end that so when your garage door goes up you can grab it and pull it back down Mm -hmm. and it was laying on the floor somebody made a big deal out of it about Somebody threw a noose into Bubba Wallace's garage area. I mean, it proved that NASCAR, that the people in NASCAR, as far as the drivers and the teams and everything go like that, that they stand behind and against, behind Bubba Wallace and against racism when they all pushed him and his car out there. Mm -hmm. The whole pit road, all them teams and owners, drivers, crew members. Now... My problem is, is they brought politics into NASCAR. Fuck you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because yeah. this ain't the sport for it. It's it's. If in, you're gonna come into the sport, you're gonna. I don't care what your skin color is. I don't care if you're male or female. I don't care if you're black, white, yellow, brown. Mm-hmm. You know, 
It has nothing to do with that. I want the best 38 drivers in the nation in those on cars. my racetrack every weekend. Yeah. That's and who I want in my field entertaining me because I'm a NASCAR fan. But the moment that they screamed and cried about that and it brought that whole mess with it, I have not had an ounce of respect for Bubba Wallace. And for me, like you said, when they were pushing the car out, you know, all the drivers and all these crew members were helped pushing his car out there. It would have been just as easy. You know, let's let's take the flip side of that. Why didn't any of those crew members, drivers that seen that, I'm going to call it a handle rope, um that pull-down rope, they've seen that thing for years. The way I understood Why couldn't that, any, of those, any of those people, I mean, there were hundreds of guys pushing that well, car out there. That's just it. The way I understood it went down was somebody in Bubba's garage found it and ran to NASCAR office with it. Oh. You know what I'm saying? And then the only thing you heard in the infield on, at the racetrack, somebody threw a noose into Bubba Wallace's garage area. Yeah. That's not a noose. Right. But nobody's seen it, except for the people that ran with it. Yeah. Well, what I was going to say is, why couldn't any of them drivers or crew people set them down and said, hey, that's not a noose. That's a pull-down rope. It's been on, you've been in this garage for a few years now, Bubba. You have seen that rope for years. You know it's not. Don't get crazy with it. Right. Because this is going to make a lot of people not like you. Right, but did NASCAR want the politics to come into it so they could have their moment? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Right. There's a lot of unanswered questions I have, but the fact of the matter was they brought that in there. And I I don't care if it's Black Lives Matter. I don't care if it's LGBTQ things. I don't care if it's presidents and vice presidents keep politics the hell away from it. Right. <laughs> right. Just, just, yeah. Keep politics where politics need to be. Keep racing where racing. When, when needs I to go, be. when I go to a race on Saturday or Sunday, <clears throat> I go and forget everything I've been seeing on TV and hearing on the radio. You know what I mean? It's my time to just watch what I love and yeah. hear what I love. And the only time I get political at a racetrack is when I stand for the absolutely. The, the national anthem Absolutely. you know keep yeah well you got to keep the prayer in the national anthem yes but, but that's what i'm saying that's as political as i get because that's the flag that's but that's the, my flag this is yeah but yeah and i 100 percent down mm-hmm. and agree with that but, but i don't view it as political but you know nascar isn't a stage for anybody else's platform yeah you know what i mean and that's what i don't want it to turn into right if you want, if Bubba wants to go out, or his crew, or whoever, whoever was behind that whole thing, if they want to go out Monday through Friday and campaign for BLM and do marches and do whatever, do it. Yeah, whatever makes you happy. Right. You know? Stand stand for what you believe in and be a voice for what you believe in, especially when you've got that platform of being a NASCAR driver. But don't do it at my race on Sunday. Right. Period. Yeah. And it's and that's not the only sport that that happens in. You know, you got but, LeBron James in the NBA, and there's. I mean, I'm sure you there's had others. Kaepernick. Look what he did to the NFL. You know, right? I mean, that's. Yeah. I, I mean, don't want that to happen to NASCAR. Yeah. 
I he, agree. He, I agree with everything. I, mean, I agree he, with all that. <laughs> he pissed all over the NFL, and he's the one suffered for it. Yeah, he he's without a job. If Bubba's at the top of his game, he deserves to be in NASCAR. Period. Yeah, but it's just one of them. Be grateful for where you're at. Get in that car and drive it. You know, let your talents speak for you. Right. Don't don't get on TV and and make an ass of yourself and piss off half the people they're watching and don't get don't get that whole don't get your whole world and when you're a nascar driver your family is all those other nascar drivers and crew members and owners and you know that's your family in the infield right there Mm -hmm. and when you make them feel like you was done wrong and then come to find out you wasn't you just lost their respect too yeah it's like crying wolf right Yeah, you don't have to like the guys around the track with you, but you got to respect them. And they've got to respect you. You know, there has to be so much respect, or you're gonna get put in the wall every week. But so that's my brief. Bubble. Well, I can't disagree. <laughs> I can't disagree with any of that. Um, yeah, I said that was gonna be the last one. I'll make it let the me, last one. Let me throw you on Corey okay. Lejoy. Corey Lejoy. I like Corey. Do you I think, think he'll uh, get a win this year? No. Um, even though we do have Atlanta coming up, that's his best track. He finished fourth in the spring. I think you picked him there, didn't I you? I did pick him there. I I, I'm pretty HR, sure I probably I let everybody know for about two weeks that I picked him. Yeah. Um, and I still will. And if I can find a Corey LaJoy t-shirt, I'm going to pick it up. Um, same with Almondinger. If I can if I can find me a, a Dinger shirt, I'm going to pick it up. But Corey LaJoy, I like him. I just, And I, I never really paid much attention to LaJoy until I started kind of watching his or listening to his podcast on there kind of it kind of gives you a feel of what the drivers are like outside the car and he seems like a pretty cool guy you know he's got his head on straight he's he's a friend of everybody yeah you know. and and you gotta like that yeah. you have to respect that i hope he gets an opportunity maybe in some of these bigger i think he can pull it out at atlanta i, really I hope do. he does i really hope he does um we got your back Corey. yeah we, you know we got we'll your back be cheering for you yeah um, but I really hope he gets an opportunity in one of these bigger teams, and 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 I hate to say better equipment because all the equipment is supposed to be the same right now. But let's say a, a bigger team with maybe a a thicker playbook on how to set these cars up and how to get around these tracks better, because I think that would serve him really well. And if he can get that opportunity, I do believe he'll get a win. But you know that might be a few years down the road. I don't know. Hopefully, I think he just had a bad race when he was subbing for Chase Elliott, and uh, I don't think that's the true Corey LaJoy. I think he just needs he just needs a little bit of time with a team with a deeper playbook, and and those wins will start coming because he's aggressive. Yeah, he's he's aggressive he's when he needs to be. He's fast when he needs to be. Let me ask. You I can't one. say he's always making the smart decisions because I haven't followed him very long but, right you know. let me ask you one last one, one, yeah. one last question fire away Noah Grayson Ty Gibbs who gets rookie of the year Ty Gibbs why because he's doing better just Any because points? of the seat that he's in right I mean he's going out there he's racing clean every I week. mean if you if Noah you put, Grayson's going out there racing clean every weekend too they're just on two separate teams. One's yeah. a Toyota, one's a Chevy. Mm-hmm. But 
I feel like if you put them two guys, if you take them to the local go-kart track, you're going to get one hell of a race. Because talent-wise, they are, they are right there with each other. You know? Gibbs is just able to show his talents a little bit more because he's with, like I said, a team with a deeper playbook. He's, he's not with a new team. He's not building his career while he's helping a team build their name. You know, he's, he's with a team... Ty is with an a team that is team. with an established team, and he's got some veterans around him. Yeah, that's the difference right there. Now, you can't say no, it doesn't, because you got Richard Petty, you got well, Jimmy yeah, Johnson. Yeah, he's got Petty got... and Johnson teaching him, but they're not on the track to say, hey, do this, do that. You know, try this or try that. He's got Eric Jones. Eric Jones is somewhat of a veteran. He's not, he's not the true ex or the Hamlin that Gibbs has beside him. So I think, I think Gibbs wins rookie of the year just just on that that's not based on talent now do you include when you're basing this decision do you include the noah grayson ross testing scuffle no i do not because <laughs> no one would get the rookie well if it, <laughs> is this off of a fan vote Rookie of the year, or is this based on results on the track? No, you know, if it's a fan it's, vote, it's you're probably going to go with Noah Gregson. I mean, the guy's not afraid to put but, the bowl cut on TV and, and, and try to punch out Noah <laughs> Ross Chastain. Right, but the reason <laughs> I say that is there's a, there's a a comment behind that question, and mm-hmm. it's if that would have been Ty Gibbs instead of Noah Grayson. I would have been the one right here on the podcast going, see, I told you he was going to be this punk ass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would have been the first one saying that. That punk ass kid got punched right in the face. Right. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. he, he came and, you know, I told him, you know, you're going to come now, into the sport, you go out there and race clean and you learn from these guys, you don't ruffle any feathers. And then he goes and does something like that. But a lot of people were cheering Noah for it, but I think just like myself, a lot of people would have criticized Ty Gibbs in a negative way for it. Yeah, I think had if if we take Noah Gregson out of that equation and put Ty Gibbs in his place with Ross Chastain, I'm pulling for Ross Chastain. Yeah, you know, I'm like punch him again. And that's that's where I was going with it. Yeah, was... dot his other eye. You know, <laughs> put him over your knee. <laughs> <laughs> because I I do believe you know, and and this is again going back to the Ty Gibbs thing where I I don't mind him right now, but this time last year I was just looking for anybody to just punch that kid out because he deserved it. And sometimes you just need punched in the face to, to straighten up, to start acting right. That's that's the lesson of life that sometimes people need. And I do believe as Ty is, gets a little bit more comfortable in that car and after he gets a couple of years of experience on that track, he might start turning back into that asshole, you know? Um, and I, I hope he don't. But once you've got that attitude, it usually don't go away without don't go somebody. Away yeah, yeah, without somebody <laughs> making it go away. And and there's there's still a few guys out there on them tracks that will make it go away because he's not a big guy, you know. No, no, so, hell no. And I'm not a big guy either. I just don't see him being very scrappy, you right. know. And and. I'm scrappy as hell, and I've got a mouth that won't stop. So the fight's usually not over until I say it's over, but I just don't see Ty being that same way. You know, I come from a different generation. Right. So. 
right. Kevin Harvick, is he going to get a win? Yeah. I hope so. I'm hoping so, man. He's been so close so many times. But he's got a few tracks coming up that, that fits him. You know, I mean, he does good at Richmond. He's got Michigan. I don't really know how he does good at I don't know how he does at Pocono. Is he pretty good at Pocono? Not bad. I mean you can't He's kinda like Kyle Bush. There's yeah. not really a track out there except for a dirt track or a right. road course. <laughs> well Kyle can win on a road course and he, he's proved to win on a dirt. But you know, I mean Kevin's not bad on road courses, but he can win at a super speedway and he can win at a mile and a half. Yeah. With well, with one eye closed, you know, I mean we got Atlanta coming up, and that's where he won his first win. If, if his, right. It's I think that would be if, cool as hell. It's a different Atlanta than it was then. That's true. So, I mean, I, I just want to see the guy get it. I'd love to see him get multiple wins, you know, being this is his yeah. exit year. I would I would love to see it come next week at Atlanta. You yeah. know, same spot he won his first one, yeah. win his last one. and It may be the last one, who knows, but to win that at Atlanta, I think that would just be... You know, pretty cool. So, <clears throat> so fantasy not included in your opinion. Is it going to be a Chevy, Toyota, or Ford that wins at Chicago? Taking fantasy out of it. I think it's going to be a Toyota. I'm looking at a Chevy. I'm always... I mean, I'd love to see a Ford win it, you know. Period. And, yeah. I mean, I think our best hopes for Ford to do it is Lugano or Blaney. Yeah. And maybe, maybe Briscoe, because he's not bad on road courses. Um, How's Busher do on road courses? Not he's horrible. Not, he's not, not horrible. bad. No. He doesn't stand out to me, but he's not bad. He's a top 10. I mean, he was top 10 all day at Sonoma, the whole day. Hmm. You know, um, and I mean that like getting all the way up into third and fourth. And I believe he may have even led when green flag pit stops happened. Yeah, he might have. But, I think I think I remember. I mean that. he you can't count him out. But I mean I'd like to see Brad Kay come out and get something, you know, but I think just what we've seen this year, Joey and Blaney are our two forwards that could do it. Yeah. And I think Briscoe's right there behind. Him. I think Brad Kay's best chance is going to be at Atlanta or Daytona, you know. Talladega. Um, or yeah, or Talladega. So Mister Six Time at Talladega there. Yeah. Well, I'm just talking before the the playoffs oh, start, gotcha. being Atlanta or Daytona, and then once you if he if he can lock one of them in, watch out for him at Talladega because then you know he can punch his ticket to the next round. So. But. I mean, I'd, I'd, like I said, I'd love to see Harvick get a win. I'd like to see him get 10 more wins this season, yeah. or 10 wins this season. But in a sense, I'm going to be most excited about going to the Bristol Night Race again this year. And I would love to see Kevin Harvick That'd be bre- awesome. break that egg right there. You yeah. know what I mean? It's a- well, Kevin, if you're listening, and I'm sure you are, if you win at the Bristol Night Race, we're going to be there. We'll be more than happy to come down and party with you. Yep. You know, we'll get you make on. sure you get celebrating right. Absolutely. We'll make sure you do. And, uh, uh, get you a good, uh, send off to that next race. Yes. I don't even know what's after Bristol. 
I don't I don't have the schedule memorized. Until the line of you're in good hands, just let us. Oh yeah. yeah come on, yeah. Kevin's coming. You will with definitely us. come back with some few stories. Yep. <laughs> Guaranteed that. <laughs> we'll get hammered, and then we'll record an episode of Rod the Wall podcast, and we'll get Kevin Harvick's true, real, no holds barred opinion on everybody. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right there from the infield at Bristol. Right. We'll be doing shots. and First one I'm going to ask him about is Chase Elliott. <laughs> but that's... Play a game of asshole or not an asshole. You know, yeah, with that Kevin would be Harvey. fun. That would be fun. <laughs> well, let's look at this fantasy stuff. Um, we didn't really have much of a shake-up. No. Except for Jason H. He he dropped four spots. I think, um, who did he pick last week? I don't remember. Was it Priest or Cindric? No. No, it was Cindric. Did he pick Cendric? Yep. Because Hunter also picked Cindric. I took Priest. Well, my first question Here, about this. On, I can tell you. My first question about this fantasy stuff. Have you heard from Hunter lately? Yes, I mean, he was texting the other night. And I've got okay. Some, I, got, I got his, uh input okay well i've been worried about yeah, him all he week he took cendrick at nashville jason h did okay so to find the conversation here because i want to get it right i don't want to quote somebody and get it wrong it's not my style right okay so i texted him tuesday evening at 8 30 and said third okay. place because i know he had a really hard time when he fell to second right so, so now evening, that he's in third. Tuesday evening at 8.30, I said, third place. <clears throat> he said, yeah, pretty fucking embarrassing. <laughs> then he said, I don't think I've been in third place since maybe week one or two of last year. Yeah. And it's probably accurate. That's about right. <laughs> I said, right? I told Chad he's probably freaking the fuck out right now. Uh-huh. He said, yeah, man, it gets tough when you don't want to use a driver for the second time getting in the bottom of the barrel now. I said, it only matters where you finish, man. He said, very true. After that, he got into fantasy picks and stuff. So Yeah. Well, he's on, he's on the right he's on the right track. You know, he don't want to burn guys out too early. So that's that's good that he's thinking that. And and that's I'm going to tell you, that's always been my strategy. It don't matter the first half of the season. I'm going to start picking guys that can, can kind of hold me in some positions. I don't want to get in the bottom of the barrel. I don't want to be Mike R. down here. You right. know, I, That was me last year. Just no luck whatsoever. So here's what I'm going to say. My philosophy is if I can stay in the top ten of the fantasy numbers, mm-hmm. when the chase, when the playoffs start, mm-hmm. I'll be fine. Yeah. Because one... For people that ain't in it and don't know, once the playoffs start, the numbers don't matter. They go away. You right. might have a 40-point lead from first to second. When the playoffs start, you get got a three-point lead. Right, because Everybody, the points get reset three three points per position. Yeah. yeah. Starts with zero, increments of three all the way down. Yes. So, so like me right now, I'm in 12th spot. So if the playoffs were to start today... You'd start with 36. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. So I'm fine with it. And I'm, I'm the same as you. I want to be right within that top 10. I don't care if I'm 10th spot. Right. I want to be right around the top 10 yep. when the playoffs start. Now, if you start, what's 26 times 3? 78. <laughs> so. Let me tell you, that's a big hole to dig out of. Right. That's a very hard hole with 10 races to dig out of. Yeah. That's why I like to stay in the top 
around the top ten. Anywhere mm-hmm. between one and ten, I'm fine. I'm comfortable. Yeah. But yeah, I'm sitting twelfth right now, and I'm I'm I'm, in I'm happy as could be at twelfth <laughs> spot right, right now because I know that pain. I mean, mom jumped up and passed me. Well, she's been jumping up, passing everybody. It's, right. I mean, last week she fell a spot. I didn't know how she was going to handle that, but she did fine with that. I'm sure. She, I knew it wouldn't take long. She's going to be going right back up. Hunter's going to have to deal with Mama Lou here before too yeah, long. Yeah, it's coming. And he's not going to... He, you're, he's not going to win that battle. No, he's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, she jumped up two spots. She passed HR. Yeah. Which, you know, and she made it look easy. That, that HR guy, I tell you what, he's... He's, uh... He's been wearing me out. He's picking the same driver as me. And we just had a discussion about, you know, an hour or so ago that he was wanting to know who I picked. And he's like, I bet we picked the same driver. I said, you don't know. I don't know. Turns out we did. Um, It's not 7 o'clock yet, so we can't really discuss it too much. But um, we can because it won't get posted till after 7. Well, yeah, that's true. Um... Well, I picked, I went with Almondinger, you know, and like I said, I've had Chicago, I've had Almondinger penciled in pretty much all year for this one race, and I wasn't going to change it, I'm not going to change it, I'm just surprised that he took the dinger, so usually on a road course, he's going to pick a Chase Elliott or a Logano or something like that. Or Byron. Or Byron, yeah, he's, so I'm really surprised that we picked the same driver this week. Um, I do know, last week... Well, I'm going to go ahead and say this. The winners who the people who picked winners last week was Josh. He moved up to second place with that. And he's only 1 point out of the lead. So He's got 5 wins. Yeah, he's doing really good. 5 or 6, actually. Something like that. Yeah. I know Joe T and Josh are only separated by 1 point at the very top of the standings. Hunter has fell down 20 points off of yeah. second place. 159 that's, to 179. That's kind of one of the reasons why I was worried about Hunter, you know. He's He's so he's used to being out there in the clean air, looking in his rearview mirror. Now he's now he's got to deal with some traffic. Yeah, he's got to um, deal with some lip. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Riggs picked a winner. Earl picked a winner. I don't know if that was Earl or Sonya. I'm gonna say it was Sonya because right. it was a winner. Earl picks the wieners. Sonya picks the winners. Right. That's just the way life goes. Um, Jess picked a winner. And she got really pissed off because she picked a winner and she didn't move up. Right. Boy, I heard about that for three days. I'm but still hearing about that. That's but that's comes I mean, no points is better than I told her quit being points. so far behind. Right. If you wasn't as far behind you wouldn't you know, you wouldn't have that problem. Quit and slacking. Then, exactly. Um, and then Brian picked a winner too. Um, Jess and Brian just seem to be staying right there in the same She don't know that Brian looks just like Martin Truex Junior, so she don't? No, she don't know that. So she would be happy staying around Brian for the right. whole, you know, thing. But, but does Brian even like girls? Uh, sometimes. Sometimes. It just yeah, sometimes. It just okay. depends on how he feels, really. Okay. And how much alcohol he's had. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, I see, I see a lot of, I see a lot of texts go between him and Jeremy, so I wasn't sure. He, you know. well, yeah. Keep your eye out down in Bardstown about. Speaking uh, of Brian. Jeremy, I, th- I think. Uh, Anybody in the league that listens to our podcast, uh, put your thoughts and prayers with him too. He's been having a rough go the past past week, uh, losing his mom. 
Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, I seen the text that he was having a rough week. I didn't know yeah. the details or anything like that. Well, yeah. Uh, sorry to hear that, Jeremy. Yeah. I know I'll give you a hard time, but you know. That's all in fun. That's he all knows in that. fun. Yeah. Jeremy knows that. He's just like the rest of us, but I will say, poor guy's had a rough week, you know. So. Well, maybe he can turn that around, you know. Um, that's a that's a tough one. That is a tough one. The mom. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. So we had we had five people pick winners last week. I don't see us having that many winners this week, unless Almondinger wins, and then we might have. I'm sure there's probably been quite a few Almondinger picks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get away from these I'll people. What, let me tell you this. Yeah. <laughs> If Almendinger crashes early, I could go from 11th to 1st. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Man. Hold on. It's not 7 o'clock. <laughs> no, I won't do that. <laughs> I was hoping a lot of people would pick Cendric. That's what was my hopes. Or Logano, you know. Really? A lot of people pick Dinger? Damn it. Yeah. Well, the only, probably the only ones that won't will be the ones that are auto-drawn. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, shit. But so I, mean, I guess. Well, I mean, that's, that's there is a lot of them, but I don't. I don't know how many. I look at that two ways. It pisses me off because I can't move up. But if something happens like what you said, Almondinger goes out early. I'm not going to drop too much either. So that's how I kind of look at that. Unless he wins, and then I get fussy. Yeah. It's like well. I just need HR to quit picking my driver. That's that's my focus right now is to pick somebody that HR is not going to pick. I think he he goes more for who's Chad going to pick so I can piss him off. Then I think who's going to win this race? I know? think he does. <laughs> <laughs> He's already looking at Atlanta and New Hampshire trying to see who I'm going to pick. But you know you know who he's going to take at Atlanta. Yeah, I know who he's going to pick yeah. Atlanta. He's going with his boy Bubba. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He always tries to pick Bubba. I know. Every week he talks about... He tried to buy my Bubba picks off of me. Did he? Yeah. That don't surprise me at all. How much yeah. did he offer you? It was it was a hefty sum. But, mm-hmm. I mean, when it's your favorite driver, you know, right. you don't come at me with change. Yeah, it's know? priceless then. Um, I'm, I'm kind of looking down here through these through these positions... And I'm looking at Joey N down there at the bottom, 25th out of 26th. He's been down there the whole year. He's about ready to pass Tyler. Yeah. He's only one point away. Tyler's been having a rough go. He has. But Tyler was you, up there towards the top last year, wasn't he? Yeah, he he's hanging. Usually he hangs up there. How's he handling being at the bottom? He ain't saying a whole lot. Well, you can't he, really when yeah. you're at the bottom. Yeah, but <laughs> I took. I mean, you know, I turned my pick in on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, I took 54 Ty Gibbs, mm-hmm. and I was the only one, because everybody turns their picks into me by Thursday. I was right. the only one, number 54 Ty Gibbs. And I thought, boy, if it, if, it, if this pans out, this could be huge for me. And then Joey N sends me his pick today. It says 54 Ty Gibbs. Oh, man. Because <laughs> he has had the worst luck. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he could... Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always hate seeing when when one of the guys at the bottom picked the same guy as me, and we're the only two that yeah. picked those drivers. Yeah. You know, it's like last week I picked Byron, and then and then Mike R had yeah. Byron, so I was like, oh great. Luckily, it worked out for me, but 
Little it's D, very, we haven't... very odd that a Byron works out for you. Right. That's the first time ever, <laughs> I think. I'm still waiting on Bowman to work out for me, but haven't heard a whole lot from Little D, little Donovan no. down there. He's, he was mouthy early well, in the his, season. His, uh, his uh, father-in-law just sent me his pick. I don't know if he's so down in the dumps that he won't even give me his pick, but uh, <laughs> Tony sent me his... He said Donovan wants number eight. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so... <laughs> And, and it and I could almost hear Tony, hear Tony's text message like Donovan is getting beat up so bad this year. Yeah, that he don't even want to talk to us. Papa's got to come in and yeah. start handling business for you, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll have that. You'll have that. Give him a couple of years. Let some hair grow. And yeah, you know, yeah, it'll, it'll yeah. happen. It'll happen. But my goal for the next couple of weeks is just to pass HR. Whatever happens other than that, I don't want Earl to pass me. So, And he's only one point behind me. So. Right, but if he picked this week, you're safe. So he's already, you've already got his pick? Mm-hmm. He picked the Almondinger, too. He reminded me at work that he picked a winner last week. I said, yeah, but you still didn't pass me. So That's the only thing I could really come back with. Because <laughs> outside of that one race, where he you just picked, turned it in at seven o'clock on the nose. He is good at that. Seven p.m. You can see it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, wow. I was just saying. I was hoping some people pick Cindric. <laughs> and Earl takes it. And Earl did it. That's an Earl pick right there. I think. I'm, I'm sorry, Sonya, if that was your pick. But yeah, I mean, if it's an Earl pick, I mean, Cindric might as well just. Stay home this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. What do you think about it? Who do you see that's standing out I think, to you? I as think far so. As... And I said that earlier in the in the podcast. You know that Cindric wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me if he don't pull something out this race because he's got super speedway speed, but he's a natural road course driver. Yeah. So I mean, we know and... he we know he can work that that clutch, and he's got the speed. Yeah, I'm going to be holding my breath, to be honest with you, because, like I said, I was I was debating Cindric, but I thought, no, this is this this track is just made for Almendinger. Why I think that, I don't know. That's just what I think. And uh, I mean, Penske's got a deeper playbook than... True, than Colleague. You're right. So, I mean, it, it's going to come... I, th- I think it's going to come down to... But you got to think Almondinger's kind of a veteran on this kind of stuff too, and, he is. and even though it's it kind of plays into Cendric's wheelhouse, wheelhouse, but he don't yeah, have the the laps that that Almondinger has. Right, but who's got the equipment? Well, we're, that, that, there we go again. They're supposed <laughs> to be equal, right? <laughs> so this might come down to a Chevy versus Ford. I don't know. You know, when I first seen the text there that he picked Cendric, I was like, all right, I'm good. But I don't know. I'm nervous now. I don't want Earl to pass me. It might happen, though. I'm only 10 points behind you. Right. I don't know. It's tough when when you're racing out out the windshield and the rear view at the same time, you know. Yep. I got Earl pushing me. 
I'm trying to catch up to you. I'm trying to pull a little shake and bake. Absolutely. I don't know. Could get interesting. It's gonna it's gonna be uh, really good for them. Ace, which is Mama Lou, Ace to. It's tight all the way down to like. I mean, yeah. I mean, after Ace, it's just tight. Yeah, all the way down to twenty first. Yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, I think you'll see a lot of. Well, you probably won't see a lot of movement because there's a lot of same drivers picked. Yeah. But at the top. Or just all the way through? All the way through. Okay. So, we'll see what happens. That's all we can do is sit back and yeah. drink some beers and see who pull pulls Pull for your driver. Thing. See, well, pull for your driver and the one you picked in the fantasy league. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I find myself doing that a lot, you know. So, let me ask you this. Okay. Who's your, who's your favorite NASCAR driver on the circuit right now? I kind of have two. I've got one that's a little bit ahead of the other I one. I'm going to say Larson's Kyle Larson and Kyle Busch, just because of just their nature and how they drive. Okay, so let's say you, say you, <laughs> I know where this is going. I think. Yeah, let's say you you pick Christopher Bell mm-hmm. in the fantasy league to to win the race, and Kyle Larson, you're one of your favorite drivers. They're going first and second. Mm-hmm. Final lap. <laughs> I'm hoping Bell wrecks him. <laughs> so, you, so you take fantasy <laughs> over yes. your favorite. Yes. Over your fan favorite. Yes. Okay. So now, yeah. now I'm well. Yes, that's what I do. Why do I do that? I don't know. Yeah. Just because pride wants me to win this fantasy thing so bad. It's that, your. This is your competition, not I know. on that track. <laughs> exactly. I get what you're saying. Exactly. But if Kyle Larson ends up beating Christopher Bell in that situation, and they run one-two like that, then I'm happy too, because my favorite driver won. I've got good points. See, for... that's where I fall. If Kevin Harvick's up there, and let's just say I picked uh, Truex Jr. to mm-hmm. win, and Harvick and Truex are going battling for first and second, I want. Kevin Harvick to win and Truex to get second. Yeah. Just because, I mean, I know it was a two point difference, but. Them two points, like, in, that, yeah, that could, could mean a lot. Absolutely, you know? <laughs> it could. It could mean money. It could mean the difference between money and no money. Yeah. So, but I've also got that pride of my guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. But I'm not, yeah. I'm just not that <clears throat> attached. I mean, Larson and Bush are my favorite guys. You know, I want to see them win every week, right? But at the same time, if they don't win, well, it doesn't break my heart. It doesn't hurt my feelings. I don't get right. all butt hurt like a lot of people do and a lot of fans do. Like these, I'll just go ahead and say it like the Chase Elliott fans do. Right. You know, um, they're making enough money. They'll be all right. Yeah. So, and they'll be back next week. You know, Kyle Bush and Kyle Larson, they're both. Every track we go to, they're a threat to win. They're one of the favorites to win. So we're going to be right back in that same situation. I just hope. But what usually happens, and here's what really pisses me off. I try to save my favorite drivers for these tracks that I really think they're going to do good on. You know, So I can nail that win. So you can get both sides of it. Yeah, so yeah. I can enjoy that my favorite driver won. I can maximize points 
on this fantasy stuff. But I don't even know where I was going with that. I just had a thought right in my head. It just went away. <laughs> but I don't know. I thought it came back. I see where you're. I see what you're but saying. You know what just I mean? Like, it's just, just like me picking Kevin Harvick at Phoenix. Yes, I nailed it with my fantasy. Makes me feel I'm, really good about cause it because it's his track. He's got the. He's got a huge fan base there, and I mean, really anywhere he goes. Yeah, I mean, he don't have the Chase Elliott fan base, but. I know where I was going with this, but but when I do do that, I get into that situation. I just said doo doo. Yeah. When I picked up on that. <laughs> when I get into that situation, I've got Larson penciled in for Vegas or or Kansas. You know, one of his really good tracks, and then something like a Bubba Wallace issue happens, and he gets taken out for some stupid reason when he was obviously the fastest car on the track, and I get so tore up over that. Yeah. That's what tears me up the most. When my guy had the win, you know he's going to win. And I picked him to win because I have absolutely zero wins in this fantasy league. I cannot pick a winner to save my ass. I think, uh, if I remember right, uh, like I'm in 11th place right now. Other than, like, I have zero wins this season. Mm -hmm. There's only one person between me and number one that has zero wins. I think that's Chris L. He's doing really good. Yeah, he's doing no really wins, good. and he's in fifth spot. I think it's him. I'm pulling it up real here, real quick here. Ridingthewall.com, no cheap plug. Yep, Chris has zero wins. He's the only one above you. Yep. Yeah, I cannot pick a winner to save my life on this thing. So you know me. You know, I'm I'm happy that I'm in 11th, and I haven't picked a winner all year. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm the same way. I mean, the guy that's in second's picked five or six, mm-hmm. you know? And um, that just shows me that my picks are consistent. You know, they're I'm doing good on some top 10s, top 12s, top 13s, but I'm up there pretty often. I've got a couple in the 20s, but it happens. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same way as you. I mean, I'm 12th 12th place, 10 points behind you. But we're in a pack of cars where one good race, we're going to jump up a lot, and one bad race, we're going to fall really bad. So I'm holding my breath. Luckily, the dinger, apparently everybody's picked him. So I'm not too worried about falling. I'm more worried about falling right now than I am moving up. Um, My car will catch you. Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) well he's a boys i'd have to put a lot of bad races together to be done with my car (laughs) and he'd have to win a lot (laughs) so wow but yeah we'll see what happens um hopefully the dinger can pull this out and i might be able to get a win hopefully did chris pick my car or did i'm sorry did chris pick almondinger Since he don't have any wins, just curious. He did not. Uh oh. So if Almondinger wins, I can get out of that zero column in the wins, huh? Yeah, he took Kyle Larson. It might not be a bad pick. He's turning into quite the road racer. Uh, we've said it before. You put you put him in a pedal car, and he's gonna win. You know yeah. what I mean? He's 
Yeah. He's good. He is good. But... All right, folks. Well, that's all I've got for this week. Um, We're going to do our burnout and show you all the tail lights. That's right. So wherever you're going this week to watch some racing, enjoy it. Hope you have a good time, and we will see you next week. Right in the face.